Hey mamas, this is Lauren Hubelay here. I'm a health coach and um, I work with families helping them restore immunity. And this is an important time right now as we all are concerned about the spread of coronavirus. So I asked my colleague and intern, Megan Etheridge, to join me on this call so we can give you some advice of what you can be doing to help prevent the spread of infection with your children and in your household. Megan, so happy to have you with us. Can you introduce yourself to everyone? Lauren, I am so excited to be here and specifically speaking about this topic. My name is Megan Etheridge, like Lauren said. I'm a registered nurse, I'm a mom and a wife, and a gemotherapist. And just looking to help um, encourage and teach moms about the natural way of doing things and um, restoring immunity in themselves and their children. Okay, beautiful, Megan. Megan, so the one thing that I, I mean, I'm feeling all around me is this fear level that's rising. And this is worrisome in itself because when we talk about immunity and the immune system, one of the, the things that lowers immunity is fear and the stress that accompanies fear. So, I, you know, I, I really want to reach out to moms and be reassuring that their children have exactly what they need and are capable of um, standing up against this virus and any virus if they're being fed properly and resting and taking the necessary precautions. So uh, let's together talk through some of those um, steps that moms could be taking but Megan, do you have, as a mother yourself, is there something you want to speak to about the fear that you're feeling around you? Um, that, that fear is palpable. Like Lauren said, it is so, everyone's talking about it. It's just this constant barrage of this virus, this virus, this virus, and where it's spread to and where it is now. Um, I would just encourage all moms to take a big deep breath, truly. Um, when you are kind of settled and not, coming from a place of fear than those that you care for are settled also. Um, fear should never be a driving factor of making decisions for anything in life, whether we're talking about viruses, whether we're talking about jobs, or whether we're talking about which school we're gonna send our children to. We should always be in a place of peace and in a place of knowledge, because knowledge is where we are able to make good, strong decisions. So um, not that I'm not gonna tell you that there aren't fears that I have about certain things, but I can tell you there isn't a fear of coronavirus or any virus for that matter, because like Lauren said, your body, your child's body was designed to have an immune system to fight off whatever it encounters. Megan, um, so, so <laughs> beautifully said. Thank you. Megan, I mean, I want to speak to this, you know, what, what is your immune system as mamas and what about your immune system of your children? this design that it has is so perfect. And we just need to tap into that and realize that 24 seven, we're encountering all kinds of pathogens. And uh, that immune system is constantly deciding, hey, do you wanna come on board? You're a healthy bacteria. You're gonna help me be stronger and more fit, or I'm gonna neutralize you and eliminate you. And what we're talking about today, mamas, is how can you help your child's body and your body at the same time in that decision-making process and some steps that we should be taking every day? It's not about coronavirus. Right. right. It's not about coronavirus and it's not about 
adding new things. It's about the choices that you're given and the one that you choose. And is there a better choice for your body and your immune system? Or is there a not so great choice that is going to cause your immune system to be functioning not as strongly as it could? Beautiful, so. beautiful, Megan. So the first on my list is always food. And as mamas, that's what we do. We prepare food for our family and we set the tone of how the culture of that family is with the food we prepare. And mamas, this is a place you can be super powerful. And you may think that you get a lot of pushback, but this is time to step into your power and say, you know what? I'm in charge of everyone's food and what they eat and how we're gonna protect ourselves. And the first thing I would start with every morning is a serving of fruit for your children. This can come right before their breakfast. It needs to be fruit all by itself. And the fruit I recommend to help the body clean so we can eliminate and um, pass, a pass out those pathogens would be apples, citrus, which are plentiful right now, grapes, and then we get into some that are not so seasonal right now, melons, berries, mangoes, and you can give your child as much as they're willing to eat. There is no limit to this. Fruit is super healthy for your body, but we're taking it right now to help the body clean. And then Megan, what other diet recommendations would you give to mamas? Um, I would also recommend, Lauren has taught me so much about diet, but the more fruits and veggies that you can get in in a daily intake, the better. That's the foods that are most nutritious for our bodies. That's the foods that are easier, easiest for our bodies to digest and not putting so much stress and energy into digestion. Um, and I would also recommend cutting back completely or at least greatly um, limiting the amount of dairy. Dairy is highly inflammatory and the amount of animal products that you're eating. So the amount of meat. I'm not saying my family is not vegan. Um, I'm not saying do not consume any kind of animal meat, but at the same time, I am mindful, especially when all of this kind of started as to how much we are consuming on a daily basis, because it makes a difference. And if your child is sick, mom, I really want you to try a little test. Don't let them have dairy and don't let them have meat during their illness and observe the duration of that illness and observe the severity as compared to other illnesses in which they have partaken of those things. It's, it's mind-blowing. It really is. Megan, that, that is so well put. And mamas, why we're saying this is because we're trying to support the body to clean. So when you're asked by other mamas or your mother-in-law why you're not giving your child this or that, your answer is not because this has more nutrients or something um, on, on a very reductionist level. Your answer is, you know what? I'm helping their body clean because when I help their body clean, I'm supporting their immune system. Something we need to be doing every day, but particularly in lieu of this virus. So Absolutely. Megan, the, the, next, the next thing that is on everyone's mind is this hand washing and there's a lot of craziness going on and misinformation. Do you wanna set up the record straight for us? <laughs> yes, I do. Um, the, this particular coronavirus and the flu are spread through people coughing and sneezing. And like when there's a light mist rain that falls, the cough or the sneeze also excretes this light mist of these nasal mucus um, 
droplets is what they call them. And the way that it's passed is your hands touch those droplets and then you touch your eyes or your nose or your mouth. And then that whatever's on your hands is then introduced into your body. And so you kill those things that you've touched by hand washing. And hand washing includes regular soap. I don't care if you have foam soap. I don't care if you have a bar soap. Um, I don't care if you have laundry detergent for that matter. It is regular soap and water and friction. And it is the amount of time that you were washing your hands. So I want you to sing your ABCs or I want you to sing the happy birthday song. And I want you to cover the insides of your hands, your fingernails, the outsides of your hands. Um, being mindful to rinse them well, to not touch the handles of the sink that you turn the water on with, with your dirty hands and making sure that you're patting them dry. And that's truly just being mindful of more hand washing throughout the day. And being mindful of the things that are the dirtiest, which you probably don't even think twice about. Money, door handles. Um, we're always concerned like about bathrooms and toilets and things like that, but most people are, and so they wash their hands after it. But these other little things, grocery stores, and, and that money is just so, so dirty. Yeah, really, really important information there, Megan. And I'm gonna say this, and I know you'll back me up. Let's put aside those hand sanitizers, folks. So there's, there's a number of reasons why they're not good. Um, they have a purpose and they belong in hospitals. They don't belong in your home. And our, our hands have a protective layer of skin on them that is meant to protect us. And when we start removing that with the products that are in these um, antibacterial lotions or gels, we are um, increasing um, our risk at um, infection. Megan, is there anything you want to follow up on that with? Yeah, your skin is also your largest organ and you don't think of it as an organ, but it also absorbs everything that's put on it. And so when you're using these products and those products are being absorbed, so if you're a mom who's like, you know, I'm not really a fan of antibiotics because it disrupts the gut biome, then the same thing is true for your hands. Not only is it disrupting that biome, but it's also seeping into the body as well. So like Lauren said, um, I do think there's a place in the time if you work in a hospital facility, that's a completely different situation. But just regular moms every day, soap and water. Your kids know how to wash their hands. If you're, they're like my son, he loves to be in the water and wash his hands a hundred times a day. Um, so just make it a game, sing funny songs to make sure they get all their spots and you're good. Yeah, beautiful. So if you um, are a mom that has your child uh, with a little bottle of hand sanitizer hooked to their backpack, here's our recommendation. Dump that out, rinse it out and fill it full of soap. Fill it full of soap. Yep. <laughs> we'll have her own soap wherever they go and um, we'll know what to do and take care of those hands. Great. Absolutely. So before I get into um, some prevention techniques using gymotherapy, the last thing on my list is sleep. And there are amazing studies that talk about what um, the lack of sleep or disrupted sleep does to our immunity. And so I can't emphasize enough for all of us, for parents and children alike, getting um, a full night's sleep, seven to eight hours is what we wanna be doing right now. And we want to be mindful, particularly during cold and flu season and during the spread of this coronavirus, that we're not keeping the kids up late at activities, we're staying to a routine and keeping everyone on a good sleep cycle. 
I feel like it's really ironic that we're talking about sleep in lieu of the recent time change. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> because if you're like my family, then we're just really have still been off for the last couple of days. <laughs> yeah, Megan, I mean, doesn't it always feel like we change four hours rather than one, right? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And moms, I just want to say this. I know that typically your me time is when little ones are to bed. And you will get seated on that couch and started on a book or started on a show that you're 10 episodes behind just to kind of get a break and then time gets away from you. But like all these healthy lifestyle choices, I've been challenging myself to, okay, you know what? Sleep is important, not only for my health, but my health is a direct reflection of my family's health. And so making that conscious, not always easy choice to, okay, I'm going to put it down or turn it off and I'm going to go to bed early. And it really has made a lot of difference in how I feel and in my joy um, and all the things. Uh, and the last thing, your kids require more sleep. They require more sleep than you do. They require a lot of sleep. And so it's okay to say, no, we can't make that because our kids have a bedtime. Yeah. You're, you're sure. doing yourself a favor, I promise. Sure, sure, good, good. So, so Lauren, let's talk about prevention. I know you had sent an email to all of your clients um, discussing gemotherapy. Obviously, you're a leading gemotherapist in the U.S. And what you recommend as far as gemos go for helping to boost the immune system to support the body during this time. Yeah, Megan, I do have a protocol that I feel is really important. And if you're listening to this and are brand new to gemotherapy, I want to direct you to a podcast Megan and I made several months ago, um, What is Gemotherapy? So you might want to familiarize yourself with it. Um, but gemotherapy is a botanical um, therapy that far exceeds anything else that we have today in its capability and particularly when it comes to supporting and restoring immunity. So Megan, there, there's two extracts I recommend mamas give their children before they head out the door in the morning for school or daycare, and that's blackthorn prunus spinosa, or, and in combination um, with sea buckthorn. And those are gemotherapy extracts, not herbal tinctures. And those two should be combined together in a small glass of water. Dosage would look something like um, five drops each. And if we're talking about teenagers, we could look at 10 or 12 drops each. Those, both of those extracts will work together to support the immune system and its um, rapid response and the body's ability to eliminate effectively two things we need happening in our body right now as we're supporting immunity. And then in the evening, and I would recommend this be taken right before or if forgotten before, right after dinner, the gemotherapy extract hazel. And hazel is um, an incredible tonic for the lungs and for the liver. It is extremely protective of the lungs, helping with the um, elasticity of the tissues of both the lungs and the liver. And again, I would say if you've got young school children, five drops is fine. If you're dealing with teens, you could look at 10 drops. Hazel also, by the way, will help ease children into sleep. So it will um, support our other point that we're making on getting to bed in time. And mom is listening. Those work for you too. So yes, whether, 
you are headed out to work or your partner, um, you'll want to consider dosing up on those extracts. Anything on those extracts, Megan, you want to add? Um, no, <clears throat> not. I know that we're talking about the coronavirus, but actually sea buckthorn, blackthorn, and hazel are extracts that I like to use during the winter because the winter is the time that we're most often um, exposed to virus and have the chance of catching, you know, whatever is going around. Um, and so I, not only for this, but usually for that time and season, and those are extra extracts I'm, I'm putting into our cycle regimen. Sure. Sure. And just to note, if you're taking GMOs right now, that's okay. Speak with your practitioner and um, come up with a game plan of how you can incorporate because you can. Um, and so we don't want to tell you to stop your protocol that you're on right now. Um, but how can you kind of marry the two to get full support? Yeah, excellent advice, Megan. And then Megan, I want you to talk about what moms should be looking for. What are real symptoms that they should be looking for? And what are your recommendations for treating those symptoms? So uh, real quick, I want to talk about two. And um, moms, if you're new to listening to us or new to gemotherapy, then the way that we measure sickness is probably not the way that you're used to measuring sickness. And there's three things that we're looking for. We're looking for decreased energy level. You know, when your kids are sick, they're posted on the couch, and that's typically not where they are when they're healthy. Um, their appetites have decreased, and they're not wanting to eat or drink and their mood is just off. Typically, they're very whiny. The littlest things will send them into meltdown mode. Um, and those are the ways that the body starts to tell you that it's working hard to fight something. Um, the second three that I wanna talk about are the symptoms of the coronavirus because that's kind of the big thing right now. And so the three major symptoms are fever, cough, and shortness of breath. There's GEMO protocols for all of those. So for a fever, then we use the GEMO extract black current. It's just the one extract, and like Lauren said, if you have a school-aged child, you're going between 5 and 10 drops, and if you have a teenager or an adult, you're going between 10 and 15 drops um, every couple of hours as needed just to support the fever. Um, the next would be cough, and the protocol for a cough would be hornbeam, common alder, and black currant, and you're taking those in a little bit of water three times a day to help support the body in that cough. Shortness of breath. Um, I would also use the cough protocol and then add in a dose of lithium a couple of times a day. Lithium is a GEMO extract that helps to expand those bronchioles, just leaving, um, making more room to take more air in and not so much shortness of breath. Excellent. And Megan, you know, this is um, a good time to point out we have um, podcasts on all these topics. On yeah, we do. <laughs> on coughs and fevers. So mamas, if you're listening to us for our first time, welcome. We're super glad you're here and we hope you share this podcast with others because what we're sharing here is important every day. Um, it's wonderful that um, you have a natural way to support your body. We're delighted that we have information for you and products and we want you to know it's not just about the coronavirus. It's about right. supporting those little growing beings you have in your home and helping them develop a strong immune system for the rest of their life. Absolutely. Um, Anything else you'd like to add in closing? The last thing that I want to add is, and Lauren mentioned this in her email, um, if you do feel like you have come down with the coronavirus and start to develop these symptoms, then we would recommend a homeopathic remedy and um, 
information has been coming back to Lauren and I that Briona 30C is um, a well-chosen remedy for this virus. So definitely reach out to your homeopathic practitioner for um, more information, but it's something that you can pick up at a health food store and concurrently give with the GEMO protocol. Great. Megan, you know, this is a great time. So I'm a mom, I'm listening. I want to talk to you more about this, or maybe I want an appointment for my child. Where can someone reach you, Megan? So you can reach me at MeganEtheridge.com, or you can email me at Megan at MeganEtheridge.com. Um, I also have a blog, a futurefullofhope.com, where I discuss a whole bunch of different things. Um, and Lauren's website is full of free information about GMOs, about immunity, and about all the things that we've discussed today um, at laurenhubelay.com. Great, Megan. Megan, thank you for your time. I'm so grateful for you. And I know those mamas out there are going to be reassured by your lovely tone and voice and all that wonderful information. Thank you so much. Thank you. Mamas, you got this. Take a deep breath. <laughs> totally do.